1: They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White.
2: Hello, everyone, and thanks so much for joining us on Power Your Life. And I'm Joanne White, and it's always a pleasure to be here. And no matter where you are in the world, in your day, it's important to recognize that within you, you have some great resources and untapped tools and gifts. And oftentimes we don't realize them until until we need to access them. And today we're going to talk a lot about that and talk about how you can access your own psychic healing abilities and so much more with my special guest, Michael Priv, who was born in the Soviet Ukraine, who is and was an avid student of Eastern religion as, and, as well as a psychic healer, And his first novel, Friends of Fred, was followed by his first science fiction novel, The Fifth Battalion, which was autobiographical in nature, The Golden Fleece, as well as several short stories marked by a light-hearted view of light, with a spark of spirituality recently michael has released a psychic healing guidebook you are psychic the healer's handbook which is a guide to teach anyone how to tap into their own psychic gifts michael has also congrats finished the screenplay for the fifth battalion and is now working on the sequel which we'll have him tell you about welcome michael how are you good
0: great to be here yeah hello it's
2: wonderful to have you, and I wanted to just delve right in for, to, for a moment here, because um, you talk about a life-defining purpose, and many of us go through that time in our lives where there's some kind of incident or something that marks that, that shifts that for us. So before we ask what yours is, what do you mean by a life-defining purpose, Michael?
0: Well, um, you know, life can kind of be viewed, um, you know, as having up and down, and uh, down would be uh, something like disharmony or, uh, you know, aimless motion, and up would be more toward order and harmony and so forth, and purpose is such an order and direction for our energy to be applied to, you know. So... Any kind of purpose is good purpose, you know, but some purposes are better in that they more coincide with purposes of other people toward in the direction of up. So that's kind of like the my kind of view on it. So anything that helps people uh, would be a great purpose to align your energy to, you know, and, uh, and for co- me that had been. Uh-huh. Go ahead. For you what? For me, it has always been uh, a spiritual pursuit and application.
2: And, you know, uh, for me, that's kind of been the same thing, too. I've been in many different directions, but I always come back to that. I think that's very important. The 5th Battalion, which, like I said earlier, is autobiographical in nature. Can you talk a little bit about that and what what's the autobiographical piece in it, and has that been a, the a life defining purpose for you in terms of
0: writing it well <clears throat> actually you know um the, the you know i i think there, are, there is no actual autobiographical part in it. It's a science fiction novel. I think the autobiographical part was um, applicable to a different novel that I wrote, which is autobiography, which is called The Golden Fleece. So, um, so no. So it's a it's a little bit of a misnomer. Um, it's a science fiction novel. You know, it's not autobiographical in nature, unfortunately. You know, I have to say, <laughs> you know it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a story which is completely invented um, and it's a science fiction story and it it has you know it's an action thriller uh which is science fiction in nature it has a lot of spirituality and spiritual stuff and reincarnation but it's still a science fiction story
2: so the golden fleece which you say is more autobiographical tell us a little bit about that as well and and the autobiography. Love the
0: autobiographical aspect of it. Well, it's all autobiographical. It has nothing else but uh, seven years. It's basically a depiction of seven years of my life, which is uh, when I found – so basically I spent 18 years in Scientology. You know Scientology. Um, I right. escaped from there in 2005, and I'm not a Scientologist in any way, shape, or form. I am not, you know, promoting Scientology or anything like that. But I was in Scientology for 18 years, which is the third of my life. And uh, I was at the very top. Uh, You know, I served for 16 years. I served at the very top at at a secret location in the desert, which is called the Int Base. It's kind of an infamous uh, place of a lot of abuse, but also a lot of other things that I'm describing here that are not as negative. This is, that's definitely been the hardest uh, experience of my life that brought me up uh, spiritually and physically and strengthened me and made me competent in many ways. It's a tough, tough place. Um, I did a lot of missions for the church, and some of them were very tough and dangerous missions, such as a mission in Russia for two years, uh, 92 and 93, from the beginning of 92 until November of 93, um, my problems with the KGB, which at the time was already called FSB, but it's basically the same beast, um, a romance I had in there, uh, beatings, broken ribs, and so forth. So it's a, it, it has an element of action in it, but it's all autobiographical. And it's all based on purpose, because my purpose at the time was promoting and, you know, Scientology and making it available for Russian people and people of, the entire former Soviet Union uh, which is my native uh, country is Ukraine you know but it's close enough and um, so yeah so I endured many things um, because I have a a purpose too, and that's what it's all about.
2: Right so the 5th Battalion what's you know you said it, it it's Has a lot of action in it. That it's science fiction. What's the theme of it, and and the purpose for it?
0: Well, uh, in there, so we have um, the the overall kind of situation in there. The like the plot, in uh, very very briefly, um, is that uh, five thousand years ago, give or take a few, obviously, um, there was a failed invasion attempt of Earth by. you know entity which is called Baltizor Confederacy Baltizor Confederacy of United Stars so 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 Baltizor Confederacy um, high command wanted to make Earth a base uh, in their war with their enemy the Murabi Empire and uh, so they um, um, you know led so, uh, an advanced contingent of the troops landed here to, to, to dig the tunnels and create the base in the Andes uh, somewhere. Um, and uh, what they didn't know is Earth was a prison planet used by Murabi Empire as a prison for, for their most incorrigible um, criminals who, who just wouldn't reform. So they would undergo a, a special treatment of completely removing their memory and awareness, mm. um, self-awareness, as uh, spiritual awareness, and basically in that shape, they were transmitted here into the oceans, and they would start their life here as if they, you know, they didn't know who they were and where they came from and what they did. Right. And so it was, forth. It
2: was just and, and, like their beginning. Don't tell us too much because I want people to, to read the book and get inspired. So where are you now with that? Because you just finished the screenplay. What's, what what? Are your hopes for this what's the direction for this where are we going with this
0: well this is uh, you know I would love to see it on the screen I right now don't have any idea how to get it there uh, I'm trying you know I'm promoting it and so forth I don't have any particular connections yet in that industry um, you know in the movie industry but I think it would absolutely be a kick butt um, science fiction thriller that would be you know a pleasure to watch at least that's what i think and uh i have i had many test reads, both of the book and the screenplay and uh i get nothing but positive comments how imaginative and how much action and the characters and the spiritual part is amazing there are some pretty interesting spiritual things in there obviously because we are talking about two thousand People of that invasion reincarnating here for five thousand years among us, and we are talking about many other things and techniques and so forth in the book. You know. So,
2: what's the main message that that this book offers, and the screenplay? Well,
0: what I wanted to do originally, I don't know if I um, always stayed on that particular line, but I wanted to bring. You know, I don't like to see spirituality presented as ghouls and zombies and all these vampires and all this crazy well, stuff. Well, that's not. I think see, that's not that's not really spirituality at all. By the way, it's not what really the
2: Vampires exactly. and I don't think that's spiritual. So go ahead. I'm with you.
0: Yes, uh, it's not really, but it's accepted as such. You know, ghosts. You know, we are talking about uh, immortality here. Which is fake and 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 um, you know um, it's detrimental to the to the concept of spirituality that could be used to actually heal people and uh, for people you know to be happy and so forth. So so I consider it very detrimental. But you know it is it has its part and it uh, you know all these uh, vampires and all these ghost stories and so forth existed forever. You know since Celtic times and so forth. So they've always been with us. But they are not productive. So what I what? wanted to do is, uh uh uh-huh.
2: Okay.
0: So what I wanted to do was uh, just introduce the concept of um, what I consider true spirituality, which is uh, basically okay. So people are spirits occupying bodies. They occupy a succession of bodies. They fully they are capable of fully remembering, and you know uh, their lives and also um, they're fully capable of retaining their abilities and uh, you know in other words they don't have to start every lifetime from zero you know but there is a reason which I more or less invented you know there is more to that obviously it's just a science fiction novel but basically one of the reasons why we don't remember and so forth is because somebody didn't want us to, but in the, even in that book I, I mentioned that there are other reasons, and I kind of go into them a little bit. But yes, there is a powerful reason that is, uh, you know, very possible that somebody didn't want us to remember, you know, and how to um, overcome that a little bit. Um, so, so there is a lot to it, but that's kind of more uh, in line with the actual spirituality as I see it, as a part of my research, which is now 32 years long. So, so I you know, I do, I do work
2: with past lives and and do past life regression with people. And it's interesting mm-hmm. because many people do come into this lifetime and with memories, with gifts with, from other lifetimes, and and actually have some very, from my experience, have some very prominent recall of those past experiences, those past lives. One of my takes on on why some people aren't remembering, I don't know if this is yours per se, is that we you know when i do past life regression i take people at the end through a healing process so that whatever needed to be learned or or from that particular lifetime that they they clear it they heal it they they are able to to work with that and i think that's important cuz whatever we're carrying from Again, if people believe in different lifetimes, whatever we're carrying bring comes forth into the next lifetime, and sometimes it does need clearing or healing so you also created another book about uh, being psychic and teaching people, which I also do, which you caught my eye, teaching people how to be able to access and their, their healing potential, their their psychic gifts. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because some of somebody's just writing in about that, you know, she she's interested in, in learning more about that and about her own psychic abilities.
0: Yeah. Uh, so uh, the title of the book is You Are a psychic. So, like what I am basically my main premise is that we are all psychic. We all have disabilities There is no doubt in my mind that we will do, you know? um, It's based on different observations. Like I said, the research had been ongoing for many years full-time, for other years not full-time and so forth, so in-depth for, you know, since 1987, for 32 years now. And uh, so I didn't have any of these abilities when I started, and now I do. And just based on that, there are other reasons, but just based on that, that I do, and I am absolutely unremarkable in any way that I can think of, other than my ability to doggedly follow through the research, you know, without any agenda, just just go where it leads me and so forth, I kind of conclude that everybody does. And uh, in my actual research, what I don't have anybody who achieved my abilities so far so I can't say, oh, yeah, hundreds and hundreds of people. No, I can't say that. But I see that anybody following this to any degree starts exhibiting something. So, so you know, the book just came out. So in a couple of years, I'm pretty sure that there's going to be people who are going to do more than I can do now. You know what I'm saying? So so the, the that's the major um, concept is that we are already saying it. So the book presents meditation, a meditation regimen, and drills graduated on on a you know, gradient level um, to develop the psychic psychic abilities to start manifesting them. But also, it goes into the major barrier that prevents a person to even, you know, to to do anything on that. So, in other words, meditations and drills by themselves this, that major barrier intact are are not going to cut it, you know, and I stress it in the book, but maybe as it turns out, because I'm getting a lot of traffic on it right now that the book came out through my website and by email, it seems like I didn't stress it enough and I didn't delineate it enough. I thought I did, you know, but it looks like probably I didn't make it like abundantly clear. So this major barrier, that, as I found, Is very simple. It's just simply lack of certainty. Lack of unshakable, ironclad certainty in oneself. uh, Lack of unshakable faith in oneself. You know? So, okay, so in order to handle it, yes, uh, you know, meditations and so forth, they will help. They will definitely help. But they will not handle it sufficiently to become a psychic, uh, especially a psychic healer. You know, know, I totally agree with you.
2: I totally agree with you because um, – and I teach people how to access their psychic abilities and their gifts too. And and many people are unsure of it. And I even had to grow into my own psychic ability because initially I would be able to get information and I didn't know how I was getting it. And when somebody said to me, well, how do you know that? I would say, I don't know. And then I started studying and being able to now use different ways that are more conscious, I think you're right, you have to grow in confidence with yourself, and, and first have that belief system that yes, like you say, yes, we are psychic, yes, I am psychic, and I can utilize those abilities, and, and oftentimes people come in with one particular strength in terms of psychic stuff whether whether it's auditory or or whatever i just came in with a sense of knowing and and seeing guides and but also not believing like you say that 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 was real and until i like you got further into the research and built confidence so i think that what you're saying in this book the you are psychic the healer's handbook is so so true because we have to recognize that we have the, everything within us, that, and we just have to learn to trust that and access it and then use tools like you have to be able to, to take it further. And, you know, you yeah. did that in your own training and your own development and research, and, you know, I did that on my own too, but many people need the support, somebody to tell them, Yes, like you are telling them, Michael, you are psychic. You you have those abilities. Wake up to them. Let, let you know, know who you are. And I think that that's so important that people awaken to those abilities. Could you imagine? I was just thinking, could you imagine a world where everybody was in touch with that in a more humane, loving way and not utilizing it to to hurt one another but to really create Something much more beautiful on this planet that would be that would be great,
0: yes, yes, and I think this is done one person at a time, unfortunately, you know, so uh, we are both working in that direction exactly that is exactly the purpose I think you know speaking about that, you know it's pretty green, but I think kind of like, uh, the direction the whole world basically is uh, moving is not very good for our survival and something needs to change and that something would be spiritual it wouldn't be technological and, right you know? and
2: i and and i believe that too i think that you you're so right and to awaken to that and to recognize that that that's you know that there are so many solutions within within that that spiritual realm to embrace and to recognize so tell us you have a sequel um I'm I'm jumping around a little bit because there's so much here that you have. You have a sequel to the 5th Battalion. Is that also science fiction? What's that about? And is that done, or where are you with that right now?
0: No, I'm I'm still working on it. I kind of got completely um, sidetracked by the amount of traffic I'm getting on your psychic uh, book because when it came out basically I, I have a lot of traffic and I do have a full-time job in a family and uh, basically I kind of ran out of time. I didn't expect that. I didn't expect so much interest toward the uh, the psychic phenomena. Uh, some people are arguing, some people are not arguing, some people are trying, some people are uh, asking me to heal them and I do healing on a pretty much daily basis. Uh, long distance people I don't know in located in locations I've never been to. I locate them and I heal them. So all So, let, time, me so of... all
2: right, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. We'll focus on that on the healing aspect. To for, uh-huh. what would you tell our listeners in terms of them saying, "Okay, you are psychic." What would you tell our listeners? As, listeners, as one way of other than the meditation or whatever, one way of really being able to access that knowing to to. Embrace it to recognize or to say to themselves, "Yes, I am psychic." What do they have to do to convince themselves to believe that?
0: Well, so yeah, so now we are getting to something that we kind of brushed on, but uh, kind of went off. Is that there, there are barriers. So there is a barrier, and the major barrier is lack of certainty. But that one barrier is not really approachable. You see, I I'm like you know, originate from a slightly different culture. And um, support groups and so forth only so go so far, in my understanding. You know, to achieve a result, you need something effective. And uh, effective in this way of restoring ironclad, absolutely 100 percent unshakable certainty in oneself is threefold. The way I figure and what I am pointing in the book, as it turned out, not clearly enough, but anyway, is uh, so. This lack of certainty, first of all originates in this addiction to authoritative learning like in other words if we want to know something we look it up and see what other people said about it and those people we call experts so in other words like if we want to paint a a house we look it up how to do it we find out things and we go and paint the house and it works perfectly if we want to um tap into our psychic abilities if we want to go into that direction of spiritual, psychic, healing. Now I'm talking about medicine as well and so forth. It doesn't work so well, you know, because learning has to be done differently. Learning has to be done through experience and that experience is uh, meditation and also drills that I present. But meditations are ancient, you know, meditations are extremely effective the simplest meditation there is, which is simple vision meditation, is complete magic, you know so so but but basically <clears throat> that would be a different type of learning. It would be subjective learning, it wouldn't be objective learning. you can't go to authorities. in fact, anytime you go to authorities, you convince yourself that you do not have ironclad certainty, and that's why you're going to authorities, so that that doesn't work. Not to mention the you know, and, and I totally no.
2: recognize that, especially when you're talking about spiritual growth and psychic development, and 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 being able to tap into that. When I tap into my psychic information, my gifts, whatever, I'm listening to my guides, to my inner guidance, to my inner knowing. And that's my certainty, and it's not what's you know that's and it's the interpretation that I get with certain things, and it's not necessarily somebody else's so basically, I like your your concept because I believe it's true. What you're doing is you're telling people you know recognize that with this, particularly you are the expert, you have to be able to delve within. And and be able to access that power, that strength of your abilities, and and get comfortable enough with them to be able to utilize them, and not you know not falter in the face of somebody else who says, oh well, you know, you, what do you know, or something like that. So I I'm, I'm in total agreement with with what you're doing. And I think it's so important. Tell our guests. Our, our listeners rather, Michael, like how they can get a hold of your books because you have all these books and how they could find out more about how to be a, their own psychic and, and your website and all of that great stuff.
0: Well, I have a website, uh, which is, I, I actually really like my website. It was recently upgraded, uh, very professional. Uh, it's uh, com. And in there, I have all my books and my short stories. I have a lot of short stories. Um, and my, my favorite genre is actually short stories. Like that. But anyway, so it's all available. Uh, uh, it's all available. All my works are available on my website. Um, now, specifically, you're a psychic. I, give, I present it in there free of charge for anybody to read. Not only I present it for anyone, like the PDF is there. You can just read it uh there is also um it's also separated into meditations okay you want meditations uh apart from that book okay good here it is it's a separate page you know you want all the drills okay here are the drills they're all numbered they have to be done in sequence because abilities increase in sequence not like abruptly from one to thirteen or something so so it's all in there and it's all free of charge also there is a donate button so if anybody doesn't want to pay then they can pay or buy this book or whatever. But basically, if they don't want to pay, it's totally fine. So that would be my website. In there, of course, there's a way to get a hold of me. Uh, there's my my phone number is in there, and uh, email. So by email, uh, my email is very simple: michael at dot com. Through my website or just separately. Um, Amazon. I have all my books on Amazon. It's quite a quite a few. Uh, you know, I'm on social media. And all that, uh, so, so what be easy would to get like? A
2: hold of. What uh, would you like to leave our listeners with? Like um, we we've kind of jumped around into many different topics: science fiction, Scientology, how to be a psychic, and and really how to get into trusting ourselves and and our abilities. So, what would you like our listeners to take away right now?
0: Well. You know, trusting ourselves is good, obviously. You know, but specific specific doingness involved is meditation. So, uh, so the simplest, the most ancient meditation. That's what I would like to kind of instill. Um, you know, which is uh, simply sitting there and breathing through your nose with your eyes closed, without striking any fancy pose necessarily, without any smoke, without any stones, without any special place to do it, but just sitting there for like 15 minutes, 10 minutes, five minutes, another time, and just breathing through the nose and concentrating on the sensations in that nose and throat and trying to basically concentrate on on that and not thinking about anything else. will take care of a lot of that, you know. But it is a doingness that people actually have to do, and that's what I find difficulties with. People like to talk, Is through doing, um, you know. That's why, you know, I'm saying don't listen to authorities and give meditation and drills to do. So the doing, right. the the learning is achieved through that. So this is the first and very the simplest meditation. And if some if, if somebody would just do that on a regular basis, I'm not even.
2: that we have to act we have to do it's it's just can't just be a conversation in our head or whatever we have to to do the experience to do what it takes to get there i have one thing i want to say though because years and years ago when i was studying meditation i had an injury and i wasn 't able to sit like you're like you 're saying for long long periods of time without tremendous amount of pain and strain on my body and What I had to do is I had to decide, you know what that 's one way of meditating, and I came up with another way for that worked with me while I was in my healing process, which is uh-huh like you going inside and being quiet but i couldn't do it sitting and so i want to tell people that that meditation is about quieting the mind and going inside but if you have like i had that injury and i kept thinking well because i have an injury does that mean i can't meditate and the my answer to you know my answer was no and and so i had to find other tools and other ways to be able to get to that silence, to get to that quiet. And I think that's important because there are many people who have various degrees of injury or whatever where they can't sit in that stillness, but they can still do something that, that helps create that quiet, that stillness, and opens up the, the doors to getting the information and, and, and creating with that source energy
0: absolutely absolutely yeah thank you for pointing that out uh but also you know meditations uh basically healing is applying some of the healing meditations to somebody else so some esoteric abilities are involved since it's, yeah i'm applying you know to somebody else who is maybe three thousand or six thousand miles away you know and so forth but basically it's applying the same meditation to somebody else that a person could apply to themselves and their healing meditations. Um, they're all in the book and they're available for free on the website so somebody who can't sit because of the pain should definitely find a way to do it like you said uh, in some different way that they can do but also they shouldn't just give up and leave this you know to the medicals or like just kind of write themselves off basically saying well you know this lifetime I guess is is all suffering and now it's all uh, you know this is like a complete fallacy. Complete fallacy. I'm I t- the right, ourselves. and I I'm totally support that.
2: Control. And that's why your book, you yeah. you know, you you are the psychic. You could be the healer. Is saying, hey, you know, I can. I and which is what I had to do, heal myself. Hey, I can actually yeah. Yeah. do that and utilize these principles that you're talking about and these meditation tools that you are offering in your book to be able to access that inner knowing and utilize it for ourselves and also, like you said, for other people. Michael, thank you so much for all that you bring into the world and for your gifts and for helping others access their own gifts and their own psychic abilities and more. And I wish you a lot of success with your screenplay for the 5th Battalion and let us know when that's ready to go and we'll have you on again.
0: Well, it's to go. But, uh, yeah, thank you very much, and I really appreciate what you're doing, and thanks for having me. I really had a good time, and I hope people find it, you know, helpful. And if anybody needs my help, I'm always here. Wonderful. Thanks
2: so much, Michael. Have a beautiful rest of your day. So think about what Michael said, because it's really very important to be able to not shy away from that that knowing that, understanding that, you know, you have those abilities, and that's what he's been talking about and teaching. You can tap into your own psychic abilities. And when you do, it opens up, as I know and as I also teach, an array of different resources and tools and and builds your self-confidence and your strength. But belief is key. So if you want to get a hold of me and find out more about what I do, and I do a lot of different things, and find out more about our upcoming guests, you can go to, I'll give you the short version, doc, dot org. And remember, you have the ability not just to tap into your own psychic abilities, but to empower your life and take charge of you in many different ways. So take some steps today, even if they're small steps, to be able to do that. And thanks so much for joining us and joining me on Power Your Life. Have a beautiful day.